Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Drake Sports Recap. I am Noah Manderfeld, the sports director for the Drake Broadcasting System, and with me, as always, is the sports editor of the Times Delphic, J.D. Pellegrino. J.D., how are you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, wow, Iowa State, Drake University football. That that was an experience. It was Ooh. a game. It was something that we have not we have not seen before. We weren't alive mm-hmm. last time that this happened, and this was perhaps one of the biggest games in Drake football history. Other than that, you know, women's basketball doing their thing. They've only played in the last week. They've only played one game. I mean, they clearly won it, but not much going on there. Volleyball coming to a close, closing out the season with a loss to Iowa State in three sets and the men's basketball team doing their thing playing just as well as the women this is a new team this is probably one of the best drake sports weeks we've had yeah i know we say it every week but this truly is truly is truly is with the with the exception of women's volleyball and even women's volleyball had a good week right uh, we'll start jump right in they got their first postseason bid uh, since 1995 their second in program history they lost but it was a great experience they went up to hilton coliseum to take on the iowa state cyclones and they lost three to nothing on those sets. It was twenty-five to sixteen, twenty-seven to twenty-five, then twenty-five to twenty-two. It was just a better team, honestly, going up against Drake. Iowa State playing in the Big Twelve just overmatched Drake in this one. Grace Schofield in her final game, she had twelve kills with one, only one error. She had torn ligament in this game. That's pretty impressive. Catherine Cheek, she had nine in this game to give her four hundred twenty-six kills a season. That's sixth in school history in a single season. However, Drake just converted seventeen percent of their kills, while Iowa State converted thirty-two percent. It was a game where Drake just could not take control of JD, and unfortunately, it ends their season. I think that this team—they're destined for great things. Looking next year, so yes, they lose Cheek and they lose Schofield, who were two of their senior captains. But I think that they really have good players on the come up. They've got Emily Plock, who's third in kills this season with 225 they've mm-hmm. got Callan Holmes Riley Dolphin their their setter Paige Aspinwall they are a young team and I think that they will be good moving forward yes it hurts that they're going to be losing two of their best players but I think that the experience that they were able to get this season making it to that national tournament I think that it's something that these younger players will remember and be able to carry on next season as well the future of Drake is, is bright uh, and you're exactly right so bright, so bright. And sometimes just that little taste of the playoffs is, is enough to give you more. What They want it. They want uh-huh. it. They know what it's like to get there and fall just short. Next year, when when you know the seniors are gone, they'll be taking control of the team, and they know what it takes. They know what they have to do, and the team chemistry is going to be there. It's all within that class with a, within a grade or two. Yeah, and we saw what the women's basketball team, look what experience is doing for them. They're having a great season. We'll talk about them in a little, in a little bit, but... Volleyball season ends with 21 wins and 15 losses and their first postseason bid since 1995. So good season for women's volleyball. Let's go into men's basketball. They played two games, and they won both of them. The first, it was an 83-74 to win over a Boise State team that had a solid year last year. In that game, Drake shot 44%, and they led by a double-digit for most of that game. McGlynn, he had 23 points and 13 rebounds in a double-double. Norton, 18 points. We'll talk about Norton in the second game, but Tramel Murphy, 8 rebounds and 13 points. It was a great all-around win for a team that kind of needed this all-around win. Then, in the U.S. Bank Classic up in Minneapolis, Minnesota versus North Dakota State, Drake won 95-88. to Nick Norton, he had one of the best games that a Bulldog's ever had in its history. It was the first triple-double for a Bulldog since 1989. He had 13 rebounds, 17 assists. 18 points. He shot 5 for 14, but pretty much everything else was great. Keep in mind, though, he had 13 rebounds. The dude's 5'10". Short guy. 
13 rebounds. He wants it. He wants it. You just got to want it. I tell you. He he has the most assists by a Bulldog in a game in school history. And it's the most in a triple-double in the entire NCAA since 2010-2011. McGlynn also had 23 points and 7 rebounds. But that's not really the story of the game. It was Norton. Nick Norton is so good, J.D., and he really helped this team this week. We are seeing... You know, Nick Norton, the Murphy brothers. We are seeing the transfer process coming into play here. This is exactly what they were going for. This is what they wanted for the team. They wanted to rebuild, not even rebuild. They still have Nick McGlynn, who is a senior who is a senior now. He's captain of their team. He's been here the longest of anybody. He knows what this team should play like, how they should act, and how to win. So with his mentorship, with these transfers, bringing in that top talent, Nick Norton is capable to do the things that he's doing. You know, Nick McGlynn isn't going to be the lone star of the team anymore who's mm-hmm. going to be the one carrying them all the way, but that's only because he's got options now. When is the last time that we've seen a Drake basketball or Drake men's basketball team just so wholesome? This team, they've got, they have a threat at every position, always on the court, and uh-huh. that's why they're able to find wins unlike they have been before in previous seasons. And they have a lot of depth and. Of course, 2008, one of the best Bulldog teams in history, went to the tournament as a five seed. That that definitely had the depth that this team has. Yep. Now, I'm, I'm not saying this team's going to be as good as that one because that would just be unrealistic. Um, but I do see what you're saying right there, and that's just probably the best team we've had in the last 10 years, and it's really fun to watch. The defense is still an issue, but it's always going to be an issue. That's just the Bulldog way. But Nick Norton, overall in the season, he's averaging 15 points a game, now seven assists a game, and he's shooting 43% from behind the arc. He's that's incredible. He's a sharp shooter. And Nick McGlynn as well, 15 points a game with eight rebounds. Those two are a dynamic duo adding to the Murphy Twins as well. Uh, They have an offense, but do they have the defense? And I don't think we're going to find that out until conference play. But they're going to be playing Milwaukee in Milwaukee on December 6th at 7 p.m. That's this week, so that should be a fun one there. Let's head over to the opposite side, women's basketball. They are 6-1 now as they crushed a former conference foe in the Missouri Valley Conference, Creighton, who also went to the NCAA tournament last year. Uh, Hittner, she had 23 points in the 85-69 win. Back row, she was one rebound and two points away from a double-double with eight points and nine rebounds, but Ryan got the double-double, her fourth of the season with 13 rebounds and 17 points. Ryan is now averaging 18 points a game, J.D., we need to talk about Sarah Ryan. Last season, she was hurt. I she was hurt with an injury and she missed a couple games. She missed I think it was more than a couple games even and the team still maintained their success. They still played hard. They still played women's basketball just like they have been. But we are really starting to see how this team can come together when they have all of their weapons when they have their top performers. Sarah Ryan, absolutely phenomenal season. This is one of the best seasons so far through the amount of games that have been played that a Bulldogs basketball player has had. I just, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. They're just right on point. She's won three straight Missouri Valley Conference Player of the Weeks. The only other Missouri Valley Conference player to do that, Lizzie Wendell, one of the greatest players in Drake basketball history. Sarah Ryan averaging nearly 18 points a game. They seem to be overcoming all of the humps that hindered them last year. They lost two ranked opponents last year. They beat South Carolina this year. They lost to Notre Dame, but Notre Dame's the number one team in the nation. And they're beating good opponents. They lost to Creighton last year at home in four overtimes. They beat them now, crushing them on Creighton's own home court. This is an experienced unit. We talked about this with volleyball. They've been to the NCAA tournament two years in a row. They haven't lost a Missouri Valley Conference game in two years. Experience carries you. Experience carries you, like you just said. And just like we talked about with women's volleyball, it gets even better for these girls, for the women's basketball team. The chemistry that we talked about of how there's a very strong sophomore class in women's volleyball, Mm -hmm. this women's basketball team, they were also young when they came in. We've got Sarah Ryan, Brenny Rose, Becca Hittner, 
all these girls have been playing together for a couple of seasons, mm-hmm. and they know how to win. They know what it takes. They've beaten those opponents, like you just said. So if they lose to Notre Dame, they lose by right under 20. They beat number 12, South Carolina. They beat Creighton outright in regulation. They can beat anyone. I mean, aside mm-hmm. from the number one team, they can beat anyone. Mm-hmm. And looking forward through the rest of the season, I think that they're only going to climb in the AP rankings. And they have three more tests, to be specific, this year. One of them comes this week. Now, the first one isn't really a test. It's versus Clark University on December 11th. That's at 11 a.m. It's the Pack the Nap for the Kids. So bring the kids out if you want to go to that one. But then they travel to Brookings, South Dakota to take on South Dakota State. That's a team that was a number nine seed in the tournament last year and lost to Baylor by only six. So that should be a tough test for this Bulldog team who also plays Iowa and Iowa State. But right now, ranked number 24 seem to be up for the test. So you've all been waiting for this one. And we're going to talk about it now. Drake versus Iowa State football. Dun, dun. What a game. What a game. Drake falls to 7-4, and four, but they expected that. I don't think they expected it in the fashion that it happened. It was a gr- close game, freezing, raining. But that actually helped the Bulldogs in a truly well-played game for both of them. Drake left their hearts on the field. They had a 24-20 to 20 lead late in the third quarter. Then Iowa State took the lead back late in the third quarter. And despite two chances in the fourth quarter to potentially get a field goal in time, the game, including one where they got to the 30-yard line of Cyclone territory. They just couldn't complete biggest upsets in college football history. Grant Kramer, he finishes his career with one of his finest games. 20 for 29, three touchdowns and 221 yards, but he played a lot better than what those numbers show. DeLeon had 68 yards and a touchdown, and he was a key receiver. Cates had 53 yards and a touchdown. Tom Pugh had a touchdown as well. On defense, Rojewitz had 12 tackles, including one for a loss. Sean Lynch had nine. Kieran Severa added an interception. JD, we were both at this game, and I think throughout the entire game, we're like, when when is this going to go the Cyclone way? When are we going to fall apart? And we just didn't. Coming into this game, we cannot forget the numbers. There was a 99.2% chance that Iowa State would win this game. Drake had virtually no shot at this game, and that just was not the case at all throughout the game. We were watching. We were there. Noah, being at this game was a completely separate experience than the game itself. Us being there, Mm -hmm. the experience that we had was completely different. But from a mere football perspective, Drake played one of the most wholesome, solid games they've played all season. They were producing on offense. Their defense was holding up. They were putting up with a ranked football opponent in Iowa State. This is a team that should have beat Drake 100-0, and they didn't. We stayed in this game the whole time. We we talked at halftime and said, you know, well, what what are these game plans going to look like? What are these coaches going to say at half to help their offense, help their defense? And what is Iowa State going to do to pull away with this win? And it never happened. Grant Kramer, he did play one of the best games of his of his career. I mean, statistically, he's thrown more than three touchdowns in a game. He's thrown for more than 221 yards. Playing against Iowa State, number 24 in the nation, this, this is a game that these players will never forget. We saw Grant Kramer versus Stetson earlier this year. He did not look good in the rain. And so coming into this game, I was, as soon as I saw the rain, I was, I was like, Grant Kramer is going to struggle. He did it. He was throwing bullets out there. He was throwing it left to right. And credit the coaching staff for putting Kramer in positions to do well. They were throwing screens left and right. They were going short. They were going up the middle in those slants. And it was so effective. And yeah, maybe the weather leveled the playing field a little bit, but that's not an excuse for Iowa State. I think Iowa State definitely should have won by more, but Drake deserved to be as close as they were. So hats off to the Bulldog football team, but that's going to conclude this week in Drake's Sports. Thank you all for listening, and make sure, again, every Monday to look out for a brand new Drake Sports recap. So thank you, folks, and have a good week in Drake Sports.